Well, hello, TC family, and welcome to another online collective experience. I'm Jordan, and I'm one of the pastors on staff here at the church. And I'm so excited because today we're kicking off a brand new series talking about the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of heaven. Now, as we jump into today's message, you know, today, today's going to be a little different because we're going to be shortening our message, but the heart of it is that we want everyone, to, to, as they tune in, to hear the full message of what we have today so they can experience the fullness of who God is. We believe that as everyone tunes into the message, we, we are praying and believing that God's going to open up the awareness of who Jesus is in people's lives as they tune in. So we want everyone to experience that fullness today. So as we jump in, let's take a moment and let's pray together. God, right now, I want to pray for uh, just everyone that's tuning in and even me as I preach, that it wouldn't be my words or my idea of what makes a good message, but in the word itself, through your scripture, you would speak to us. And through today's conversation, your voice and your, your Holy Spirit would speak clearly to each person exactly where they are. So we thank you for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Have you guys ever been in a place where you thought you had things figured out but then life kind of made you realize like you didn't have it as much figured out. You know, for me as a youth pastor, you know, I felt as if I like I would go through so many moments and seasons and, and situations where I had to grow and develop in myself. I had to learn patience, how to deal with people, how to navigate problems, circumstances, rising up to occasions and, ta- and tackle difficult circumstances and obstacles. Right. And so sometimes as a person, you feel like you evolve. Right? I feel like I evolve as a person. I've grown. I've overcome things. I've learned how to be more patient. I- I've learned how to communicate better with people, with teams. I've learned how to manage things better, all that. Like, you have, have you guys ever been in a place where you felt like as if you've graduated or evolved and you've really grown up? And so the funny thing is, even though I felt that way, as soon as in my life, God kind of tossed in a fiance and a future wife, all that stuff went out the window. Like any, anyone that has a spouse or a significant other, I'm sure you can relate that when you used to be patient and good at managing money and good at communicating by yourself and with others, somehow when you toss in, you know, a significant other, a loved one, all that goes out the window. You thought you had everything figured out. And for us, how many of us know that in life, there's so many seasons where we feel as if we have things figured out. But then the next season comes and, and we're faced with maybe the same challenge that challenges our patience, the same issues that, challenge, that challenges our circumstances. We, we sometimes face things that we went through in the past and we think we can overcome it in the same way, but it challenges us a different way. And, 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 and when we think we've evolved or graduated or learned enough from one season, life just kind of happens and it feels like we have to re-experience. And, and sometimes it feels like we never graduate from that place of growth and humility and patience and communication. And so taking this concept, I want to introduce us here to a parable that Jesus is going to talk about when he talks about the kingdom of God. In fact, when Jesus talks about the kingdom of heaven, he usually always uses parables. He uses these stories that illustrates what God's character is like, what heaven is like, what, what it can look like to people. And, and he usually equates it to the times that people are uh, the times that the people that are listening would listen, uh, would understand from him. And so we're going to pick up here in Matthew chapter 13, verse 1. And this is what it says. It says, Later that same day, Jesus left the house and sat beside the lake. A large crowd soon gathered around him, so he got into a boat. Then he sat there and taught as the people stood on the shore. 
He told many stories in the form of parables such as this one. Listen, a farmer went out to plant some seeds. As he scattered them across his field, some seeds fell on a footpath and the birds came and ate them. Other seeds fell on shallow soil with underlying rock. The seeds sprouted quickly because the soil was shallow, but the plants soon wilted under the hot sun. And since they didn't have deep roots, they died. Other seeds fell among thorns that grew up and choked out the tender plants. Still other seeds fell on fertile soil and they produced a crop that was 30, 60, and even a hundred times as much as he had planted, or as much as had been planted. Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. Now let's pause here. Jesus is using this, illustrator, this illustration of a farmer because he's talking to people that might farm or plant. And then throughout this conversation, what happens is after this, there's some dialogue between the disciples. You know, they start asking Jesus, well, why do you use parables? Why do you talk in this way? And then Jesus finally gets to the point where he, he, uh, he breaks down the meaning of the parable. So we're gonna pick up here in verse 18. And it says this, now listen to the explanation of the parable about the farmer planting seeds. The seed that fell on the footpath represents those who hear the message about the kingdom and don't understand it. Then the evil one comes and snatches away the seed that was planted in their hearts. The seed on the rocky soil represents those who hear the message and immediately receive it with joy. But since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long. They fall away as soon as they have problems or are persecuted for believing God's word. The seed that fell among the thorns represents those who hear God's word, but all too quickly the message is crowded out by the worries of this life and the lure of wealth. So no fruit is produced. The seed that fell on good soil, though, represents those who truly hear and understand God's word and produce a harvest of 30, 60, or even 100 times as much as had been planted. So most times when people look at this parable or read this parable, they will interpret it as exactly what Jesus says, that all of these hearts or all of these uh, different footpaths and rocks and, and uh, thorns, all of these represent different hearts around the world, different people that God's word is getting sown out to. And as it gets sown out to, then it, you know, it'll fall on different soils and different people. And, and that's very true today. And that parable is very straightforward as it is. But a way that I want us to kind of also look at this parable, because we believe that the word of God is deeper than what we always read it as, Another way that we can look at this parable is what if this, although this parable talks about many hearts, what if this parable can also talk about one heart? Let's talk about the seasons of our lives. How many of us feel like sometimes you've had a season where your heart was a 30, 60, or 100-fold position? You were in a place where God was speaking life to you. He was speaking His Word. He was speaking His truth. And, and you were just absorbing it. You were feeling like motivated and, and at high capacity. And you were in a place where you felt like I can dream big and God has so much for me. And I just want to live my life full of purpose. And your life felt like it was in a place of 30 and 60 and 100 fold fruit. But then how many of you guys know sometimes life happens? And as life happens, sometimes your heart goes in a place where it was in the 30, 60, and 100 but then maybe some bitterness happened. Maybe you expected something and something didn't come to pass. Maybe you have some deep-rooted issues that you, know, you felt like God didn't show up in or you questioned God or, or you were hurt by someone. And so it kind of created the rocks. Remember the rocks from earlier? It created the rocks that the word of God would come, but because the roots couldn't go deep, it uprooted the joy that would come from God's word. How many of you guys have ever been in a season where you, when you look back, you said, oh, I used to be so joyful, but now I'm just not like that anymore. I'm more of a realistic person. 
Or maybe you as a person, your heart's been in a place where, where yeah, like you used to love what God used to say, but then, man, everything around you because of this current global pandemic, it, it feels as if the whole world is crashing around you and it feels like thorns. The worries of this world, the lure of wealth. And maybe it's not just talking about, uh, maybe it's not just talking about money, but maybe the lure of, of whatever destination that we think we need to arrive at, that chokes out the word that God wants to plant on our hearts. It uproots it from it ever growing deep because as soon as God's word wants to come in, the anxieties of life or the worries of how we want to control life takes over. See, what if instead of looking at this verse as all these different hearts that we have to sow God's seed in and these are all the people around the world, what if you are each of these things? What if in, what if in this parable, it's talking about one heart and it's your heart? See, oftentimes in the Christian faith or in, the, in, in our world, we often hear this, this saying, well, let's expand the kingdom of God. I wanna grow God's kingdom. We, let's glorify God in his kingdom. We need to advance God's kingdom. And I feel like people like the idea of that concept. But let me ask us a question. Let me ask myself a question. As much as we want to advance God's kingdom in the world or around others, do you want God's kingdom to advance in your heart? Do you want God's kingdom to advance in your life? See, God, as you read in the parable, God wants people to produce 30, 60, 100 fold fruit in their life. But the question that we have to ask is, is your heart in a position to do that? And here's another question to take it deeper. Is every part of your heart in a position to do that? Are you allowing God's heart and God's kingdom to progress and advance in every part of your heart? From your finances, your family, your worries, your doubts, your fears, your insecurity, all the deep-rooted issues, all the thorns, all the things that are going on in your heart. Are you allowing God to come and produce 30, 60, and 100-fold fruit in your life? Or are you in a place where you think, well, I'll look at everyone else, but man, I'm, so, I'm, I'm ready for my, I, I'm just okay with my rocks. I'm okay with my thorns. I'm okay with where, where my life is. See, that's the question that we have to ask ourselves. As much as we want the kingdom of God to advance in others' lives, are we ready for God's kingdom to actually advance in our life? To actually progress and grow and transmute every part of our life. Are we ready for that? Do we want that? Now, see, another cool thought is when you think of this, this farmer that's sowing seeds, sometimes it would feel as if the farmer, as soon as he sowed a seed and it fell on the rocky soil or the, or the, uh, the footpath and the birds came and shoot it out, Sometimes as people, we like to think, well, oh, if I'm that soil, I lost my chance. But there's some really good news for us today. God doesn't stop sowing seeds into our life. God doesn't quit after one try. God doesn't say your heart wasn't good enough so you can never produce 30, 60, and 100 fold fruit. The kingdom of heaven constantly sows. It doesn't quit. It doesn't stop sowing seeds into people's lives to say, no, I want the best for you. I believe in the 30, 60, 100 fold fruit in this part of your life. I'm gonna keep sowing until I finally come and produce the fruit that I want. That's God's heart. And the incredible thing for that is as much as God, see, God sows a seed, I love what it says in verse 19, or in verse, uh, verse 23, in verse 23. It says that the seed that fell on good soil represents those who truly hear and understand God's word and produce a, a harvest of 30, 60, or even 100 times as much as had been planted. See, as, as much as God, God is planting and sowing seeds, He's not looking at the investment loss because He thinks of the investment growth in your life. As much as God is constantly planting seeds in your life, He's not thinking, oh, this is a waste. He thinks, man, even this little bit that I'm planting, it's gonna 
produce even more than, than you think, than God thinks. God, God is believing so much as he sows into your life, as he's constantly speaking truth and value and love and his belief and his dreams and his desires for you to overcome and, and, uh, and face the things that you go through in life and uproot those things. God is constantly sowing because he knows on the other side of your heart finally being in a place to receive that 30, 16, 100 fold, man, it's gonna be exponentially greater than what he sowed. What God sowed will come out exponentially greater in what we gain out of it. So see, that's God's heart, is God wants to continually sow the 30, 16, 100 fold fruit in every part of our life. That's what he wants as he progresses his kingdom, not just around us, but inside of us. So let's take a moment and let's pray together. Jesus, I pray that as we close today's message, we would tune in to what your heart is speaking to us. We would remember what you want to speak, what your word is saying and translating to us as how you want each of us to change parts of our hearts so we can receive the 30, 60, and 100-fold fruit you have in our life. So we thank you for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, we love you, TC fam. And I'm excited as you continue to tune in with this series about the kingdom of heaven. Make sure you tune in next week, same time, same place. Happy Sunday, everybody.